coming up on the Inspired Podcast. Awareness is your superpower. We can only change what we're aware of in the first place. Anxiety is our struggle with uncertainty. Welcome to the Inspired Podcast by Gentech. Hi, my name is Nick Jones and I'm so excited to present the Inspired Podcast. This podcast is my chance to give back and help people maximize their potential. We've all had so many ups and downs in the last couple of years and there are very few of us that have come through unaffected. In today's episode, our fifth, we go inside our heads and talk about mental health with Dr. Jody Lowinger. Jody is a best-selling author and creator of the Mind Strength Method. Jody is in high demand as a global keynote speaker and high performance and mindset coach to CEOs, executives, and even Olympic level athletes. She works with top tier corporations and has worked and trained at Harvard. She is a leading expert in building a high performance mindset, overcoming fear and anxiety, and unlocking human potential. She's also in demand as a media commentator for TV, radio, digital, and print. I start by asking Jody why she got into psychology. I've always been fascinated by the drivers of human behaviour. I was born into an environment of anxiety. My mum was born in Eastern Europe in World War II, so she was born into trauma yes. and she was separated from her parents at a very young age and hidden in in uh, in barns and just completely separated and so in a world of trauma is what was her early years and so my mum has always been very anxious and when you have a mum who was born into trauma um, it sets up a, a, a challenge and I suppose from the very beginning I was a parent to my parent particularly a parent to my mum and so a real uh, understanding and empathy for anxiety evolved out of that. Wow. And, you know, at the same time, a, a very warm, very loving home environment uh, and just an affiliation with the challenges that can come about when you experience anxiety, when you experience low mood and the complexities around trauma. So right from the beginning, uh, there was something that I could very much relate to. And then I did my undergraduate studies in psychology and absolutely loved it. But I was actually, I had an intention of going into clinical psychology, but was poached out of undergrad, did very well in undergrad, but ended up in corporate. So did many years in management consulting and leadership development and change management, but a real passion for learning about the drivers of high performance in that context. And then subsequent to that, did a Doctor of Clinical Psychology, worked and trained at Harvard, and uh, did specialised, developed specialised expertise and doctoral research in anxiety. Wow, that, that's an amazing resume. Like to, to go from your childhood and know that that's what you were passionate about, to straight into uni, to straight out into the workforce, practising what you'd learned, how did Harvard come about and what was that like? It was absolutely brilliant, you know, surrounded by genius minds, leading edge practice. And so that journey was incredible because blending my corporate experience from PwC, Macquarie Bank, all sorts of change management experience 
with the Doctor of Clinical Psychology and the postgraduate research and training in anxiety led to these dual areas of passion for me. And that was the contributors of high performance and enabling leaders and teams across corporate environments, across sporting environments to build resilience and thrive and optimize their mindset to build next level performance, working with Olympians and all sorts of phenomenal people in the sporting arena and in the world of leadership, but also an absolute passion for helping people across anxiety, stress, low mood, burnout, for adults, kids and teens. So I set up two businesses. Mm. One in the clinical realm is the anxiety clinic where we're helping everybody. And it was very important for me to set up a business that creates an environment for men, women, kids and teens equally to embrace strategies that help them with the key message to not suffer in silence because you are worth it, you are worth seeking out the help that you need. And in the corporate and education and sporting area, I set up MindStrength, which was a high-performance consultancy. Um, Through the work that I've done in these two areas, over decades of experience um, at the coalface helping hundreds of thousands of people, I developed my own methodology, which is the mind strength method, which is enabling people to master their mindset and build the skills to thrive professionally and personally. How different is it that you're working with the, uh, the anxiety challenges of young people as opposed to these really high performers? but I'm getting a sense that there's a connection there and there's some strategies in the mind strength method that apply to all people. A hundred percent. And I love what you're saying there because it is about recognizing we're all in this together. You know, we are actually very primitive. Absolutely. (laughs) Living in this cyber reality, aren't we? A hundred percent. We're biological beings living in a technologically driven, fast paced world. And So our brain hasn't quite caught up. Wow, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, So, but the beauty is everything that I do is about hopefulness, positivity and empowerment to help people to recognize that with the right practical strategies, you can build high performance and thrive. So, and it's all one and the same. So whether we call it anxiety or whether we just call it being human in this chaotic world that we exist in, The toolkit is the same, whether you are a five-year-old or a 95-year-old, whether you are a corporate leader or an Olympian or a parent just wanting to know how to cope with the challenges that you're experiencing with your kids and teens, the mind strength method really does cater to everybody. Something you said originally was, we're in this together, but to talk about your anxieties because you are worth it. Mm. I think that's a really powerful message. Yes. Let's let's dig into that and unpack that a bit if we can. So let's say I'm somebody that is really struggling with anxiety. I, I don't know my place in the world. I'm worried about the future, especially in these times, Jody. There's been so much and there is so much uncertainty. Yes. And I, so I, I'm assuming that anxiety in the last couple of years is at an all-time high in our communities because we're so uncertain about what the future is going to hold um, economically, uh, and that's you know that's going to impact our family and the stresses within our family and all the things we've been through. Yes, 
anxiety, can you explain to us what is it? Yes. What causes it? And this is an open-ended question, what we can do about some basics of what we can do to handle our, our anxieties. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you brought it to the fundamental, which is our struggle with uncertainty. Mm. And, you know, I'm doing in this beautiful digital world, I'm as a keynote speaker now, I'm talking to organizations and community groups around, around the world, both nationally and internationally, talking to this exact point about how to build resilience and thriving high performance in uncertainty and change. Wow. And so what anxiety is, is actually our struggle with uncertainty. It is our physiological reaction to perceived threat in our environment. And the fundamental threat that we experience as human beings is the challenge of uncertainty. So whether it's, am I going to earn enough money to put food on the table? Or is the pandemic going to threaten uh, the livelihood of my loved ones or or my, my capacity to earn a living? Or am I going to succeed or are they going to judge me negatively? All of these are what I call worry stories, right? The content is different, but ultimately when you can take it to a deeper level, it is our struggle with uncertainty. And what we do is we don't sit comfortably with uncertainty because we are wired to want to be able to predict our environment in order to be able to protect from predators, from yes, threats, right? Yes. And so it's our primitive instinct to want to be able to control our environment. Is it really? That's our primitive instinct. Yeah. Because I guess we used to work on the seasons, so we'd understand the seasons. And yeah. when, when the livestock would come through, uh, yes. you know, which we were going to be able to eat, and yes. what seasons we'd have the berries and the fruits. Correct. So there would have been a lot of predictability when we used to live off the land. 100%. Our world was much more predictable, yes. much more simple. And when we think about our neuroscience, the way our brain is wired, we are wired to fight yes. or we are wired to run. Yes. Right? Um, what about freeze? Does freeze come into it? I've heard. Freeze comes flight. into it, of course. You know, if I'm a lizard and I see an eagle, yeah, <laughs> you know, no, flying, that's where it comes into it. Right? right? I'll freeze because that is a survival instinct that I'm pre-programmed to do. And so we leverage what the toolkit is that our brain is wired to provide, and that is fight or flight. Yes. So so what happens is the challenge with our brain is that we aren't so great at differentiating between perceived threat or a worry story such as, Am I going to be able to earn enough money to put food on the table? And real threats such yes. as, is that tiger going to be around the corner when I leave my cave? You know, They're both real, aren't they? They're both real to us, whether it's in our mind or whether it's in our physical five senses, our sight. Exactly our right. Yes. Exactly. So the mind strength method provides a practical toolkit to enable us to make friends with uncertainty, to build acceptance around the world that we exist in, which is an ever-increasing uncertain world. You know, we have pandemic uncertainty, we have climate uncertainty, we have geopolitical instability, right? We have artificial intelligence and creating a whole heap of uncertainty. So... 
population and resources and how that's going to affect. Exactly. Mm. You know, and if you're talking about uh, people who are just wanting to kick the shit out of their their personal world and just, cre- you know, create their high-performance goals in a really um, comfortable environment and, you know, all we want is predictability and, and control of that, right? Yes. Individuals just wanting to build out their their business, uh, you know, if you're a if you're a personal trainer or if you're a whatever you are, if you're a tradie and you 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 just want to be able to live your life and to have this certainty and control. Um, and so there's been an overwhelm of anxiety because of this enormity of uncertainty that's taking over in our lives, especially through. That's why COVID led to next level anxiety and stress because our world was thrown into chaos. So the beauty is when we can build awareness around our fight or flight driven thoughts. So what is the worry story? Can you label that story? Can you get some distance from that story? Can you start to notice worry as an unhelpful mental process? That is step one of the mind strength method. Because when we're in fight or flight, it triggers unhelpful thoughts, feelings, and actions because it's our body responding to perceived threat or a worry story as if it's a real threat. This perceived threat is causing uh, the neurotransmitters and hormones, uh, adrenaline, so your sympathetic nervous system's kicking in. Correct. You're starting to produce adrenaline. Yes. Um, and all of the other neurotransmitters in and around that adrenaline for the for the fight or flight. Correct. And something you said that was very powerful. When we're in that situation, the capacity to be able to detach and understand what's happening. Yes. Is probably not there once we're in it. Once we've engaged that fight or flight. Yes. The capacity to detach from it. Yes. And see it and identify it must be. Is it impossible? Mindfulness is core to the mind strength method. It yes. is the power to build present moment awareness yes. and to enable us to observe and allow our internal ex- and external experiences to just be. When we build acceptance of these experiences, it helps to dissolve the fight or flight. Wow. But we are pre-programmed to not want to dissolve it because it's an aversive experience. So the beauty of awareness and understanding what's going on enables us to move out of these sorts of unhelpful actions and realign to high performance habits and as a high performance coach to CEOs of you know global organizations very senior executives but also as a high performance coach to elite athletes I want everybody to know that no matter who you are, no matter what you do, the toolkit, as we are talking to earlier, the toolkit will help every single person um, because it's built on very logical principles. So what, um, what the mind strength method allows you to do is to learn how to move out of one, which is unhelpful, into helpful, which is, which is um, that, what that toolkit will enable you to do. The helpful... What we want to realign to is our heart-driven actions Mm. or our strategically driven actions. So we want to differentiate between, let's say, the push away from 
stuffing up or you know fear of not being good enough as an example um, to realign to our heart-driven actions that heart-driven pull towards whatever is your values in life your mission in life and that's what the mind strength method enables us to do i hope you're enjoying our chat with dr jody lowinger we'll continue after this message from our sponsors boost your energy and workout intensity using Gentech Nutrition's premium quality workout and amino acid products. Use code INSPIRED10 and save 10% off your favourite products at gen-tec.com.au. Welcome back to Inspired and our chat with Dr. Jody Lowinger. I asked Jody how do we get in touch with our heart-driven actions and what is the role of awareness in becoming self-actualised? Awareness is your superpower. So in the mind strength method, it is allowing us to bring it back to those foundations of what gives you a sense of meaning. What are your values? And there's, I've got values exercises and values cards and all sorts. And in the book, in in the mind strength method, there's um, a whole lot of tools in there. On your website also, there's the values Correct. Yes. Absolutely. So um, it is about recognizing awareness is your superpower. We can only change what we're aware of in the first place. And so it's, in essence, awareness of what not to do and awareness of what to do, you know. And um, then step four of the Mind Strength Method is a whole well-being toolkit and it's a well-being and mood boosting toolkit to enable these strategies to be sustainable over the long term so to enable resilience and high performance in your professional and your personal life over the long term can you give us an exercise or a tip to help people develop mindful awareness yeah not just living in their head and and replaying the stories and the tapes that they've been telling themselves for years. Yes. To have that first breakthrough yes. and then to practice this awareness, present yeah. awareness. Can you give us just one tip while we're going here? Yeah, on how, how we develop it. So we develop it by learning the stories that worry tells us and recognizing worry as a mental process. So that's what we want to get really more proficient at is building awareness around what when worry is bossing you around so can you conceptualize it like a bully bossing you around which enables us to get a little bit of distance from it you know some of the exercises and i certainly cover it in the book in the mind strength method is learning that worry is a futile mental process we worry not because we're silly right we all worry but we worry because we're trying to help ourselves. But when we can learn that worry has the opposite effect of its intended purpose, it actually makes things worse rather than makes things better, you can allow yourself to recognize when worry is taking hold and get some distance because we've learned that that mental process is actually not helping us. But what we want to do is leverage the power of the breath. When we get hooked into worry, because it is hard, it takes over this part of our brain called the amygdala, which tips us into the sympathetic nervous system, tips us into fight or flight, and we get a whole lot of physiological 
consequences of that. It's as simple as recognizing the superpower of the breath and it's nothing fancy. You know, there's so many different forms of breathing out there. Yes. I like to keep everything super simple. Beautiful. So do we. So <laughs> awesome. Do we. Just a long, slow out breath. Wow. Just a long, slow out breath. You know, you can visualize, you know, cooling down a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or whatever it might be. But it's through pursed lips as if you were cooling down a cup of coffee. Long, slow out breath. Through pursed lips. Build in a pause. And then do nothing with your in-breath. Yes. <laughs> Just let your lungs fill up naturally, right? It's not necessary to breathe in deep into the belly. It's not because the, obviously the sympathetic nervous system and the amygdala causes the shallow breathing. Correct. The high, high chest breathing rather than the low diaphragmatic. So the in-breath is not as important. It's the out-breath. It's the out-breath. And the reason being is because when we're in fight or flight, what happens to your muscles? They tense yes. up, right? Yes. And so if you do that now, if you tense up your chest and you try and breathe deeply and we think, you know, all of those things on, you know, Dr. Google tell me to breathe in deeply. But when we're in fight or flight and we try to breathe in deeply, what happens? You can't do it. You can't do it. It doesn't go anywhere. And for people who want to, you know, kick the shit out of their goals and do really well, and they think, oh my God, I'm meant to be breathing deeply. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. And so that tips fight or flight, wow. more fight or flight around that sense of not being able to breathe properly. And that can actually escalate a panic spiral. So when we're doing the long, slow out breath, it's really easy to just let go in the it. moment. You can still do the long, slow out breath yeah. even if you're tense. Yes, 100%. You can feel it then. Yeah, so we just let it go. Let your lungs fill up naturally, and that is all. Build in a pause between the out-breath and the in-breath, and really simple. And that, when you do a few rounds, so when I'm uh, speaking to a whole group um, as, a, as a keynote speaker, I might be in an audience and do this practical exercise, yes. and I see yawns all, all over the audience, and it's fantastic because, and I, you know, I jump on the yawner in the audience and I say, Go you for yawning, right? <laughs> but that tells me is that right there in that moment, it's no coincidence that that person is yawning because they are re-engaging the parasympathetic nervous system, yes. which is the calming nervous system, which is stimulating those positive neurochemicals in that moment, bringing their stress levels back down to baseline. So these are what I call circuit breakers. You know, stress is cumulative. And we are go, go, go in our day. So if you can build circuit breakers into your day and bring your stress levels back down to baseline, it helps to re-engage your strategic mind and helps to realign to your high performance habits. In essence, it's notice the worry story, leverage the power of the long, slow out breath, bring your, bring your mind back to the present moment and move from worry into problem solving around what's in your control. It might be as simple as moving the focus from outcome to the focus on effort and just being proud of yourself for just getting stuck into what are some simple things that I can do right now and and being kind to yourself in that moment. Yes, because that's a real strength, isn't it? You're showing yourself I'm facing up to the, the worry stories. I'm facing up, you know, I want to make my life better and I'm taking action. Correct. And that's a really simple 
circuit breaker that anyone can do yes. at any time. How many, so let's say we've got a, a busy person, whether it's a corporate person, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a, a mum, a parent, let's say they've got 12 to a parent, 16 hours a day of go, go, go. How often should they use the, the circuit breaker technique like this? Is it just on demand? Because I'm thinking it'd be easy just to let it go. With If you haven't created the pattern or the habit yeah. of doing it regularly, yes. how do you create that habit? How many times should you consciously stop and break the circuit? I think it's about moving to what do you need as an individual yes. and moving out of a sense of I have to be perfect in order to be good enough uh, because that's typically fear-driven perfectionism is fear-driven into kindness and compassion so what do I need for myself and dare I say be imperfect in it <laughs> okay absolutely if we if we were perfect we wouldn't be here in this lifetime Jody correct 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 no one's and perfect and that's the beauty of us as individuals yes and it's the stuff we need to work on and work yeah. through and learn yes and and to get through to evolve in this lifetime correct? absolutely and so it's it really comes down to what is driving your behavior in any moment are you being driven by you know being self-flagellation let's say you know beating yourself up saying I'm not good enough I should be doing this I should be better I should be doing my breathing more I should be doing more circuit breakers yes, right which is common this is common which right? is common to moving into what is going to be helpful for me in this moment yes. so that's more of a values driven statement I value kindness I value compassion I value achievement you know it might be that values driven what is going to help me and so we recognize that everything in the, in the mind strength method is evidence-based, is scientifically supported strategies. And so what we want to do is recognize that there is power and helpfulness in routine because yes. it is building certainty into the uncertainty, right? So there is power and helpfulness in routine building in those high-performance habits, building in that muscle memory. Yes. Um, but it's not driven by, I should be this in order to be good enough, right? It's driven by what are the high-performance habits and what is the routine that's going to work for me. Yes. That's going to stimulate a whole different body of neurochemicals to facilitate high-performance mental health and well-being in your day-to-day -day life. That is such a massive shift. And, and to be able to garner and gather these tools in the Mind Strength Method book, it's phenomenal because this is a, a huge leap from coming from this place of anxiety to creating these helpful habits daily yes. to be able to live so well in an empowered state. Yes. So this is why routines are so important as a bodybuilder i'm a former champion bodybuilder and yes and it's something that bodybuilding training gave me at a young age at uh, 15 when i grew up in housing commission and we we had a pretty tough childhood compared to some and not to others mm. but but bodybuilding gave me something where i was able to go to the gym mm. put in the effort in the gym see change I mm. could see change happening in front of me it was just blood rushing into the muscles and mm. the muscles appearing bigger and feeling bigger and obviously the great neurotransmitters that you stimulate through exercise but it was 
I believe it was more more about having control mm. over my outcomes, mm. which was an increase in strength and muscle growth. Mm. Growth, but all of those that the 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 training in the gym became mm. a metaphor for my life, and the habits that I that I created in and around exercise mm. helped me to absolutely understand what it is you're saying. Absolutely, and that's so magnificent to hear because you brought things, as you say, in this world of uncertainty, you brought into your life where you can build certainty. And the power of exercise and movement is next level. If we think about the science that underpins this, it's one of the most important things you can do is recognizing the mind-body connection and the positive neurochemicals that come from exercise and I talk about movement because really we want to say what is it what is the form of movement or exercise that works best for you to stimulate that dopamine and those positive neurochemicals the other things that were so helpful in what you're describing is you created a new tribe for you and a sense of community that you embraced a belonging in that environment so that is you know if we talk about the mind strength method and um, all of the things that come together for our capacity for well-being and thriving high performance we are tribes we crave community and so you took yourself out of an environment where you you had no sense of connectedness in that environment that you were in right and it was tough it was tough stuff that you were going through you had the magnificent resilience to say this is not my story I'm going to create a new story and I'm going to build a new community I'm going to build new connections so there's all sorts of helpfulness in what you had the power to do at a very young age so well done to you thank you and it's it's (laughs) interesting you say that i train now at a gym called city gym a big shout out to city i love city gym i love city gym i don't go but i've heard (laughs) a lot of my my clients go i bet they do (laughs) and that's the thing in city gym there's such a sense of community and i believe a lot of people that go to the gym regularly like me are the misfits of society and we end up this is true this is about and we end up in a place like city gym where um the the members and the trainers and the staff it it doesn't matter whether you are rich poor you live on the harbor you're nearly homeless whether you're gay whether you're straight whether you it doesn't matter and there are celebrities there are nobodies once you put your gym gear on everyone is equal I'm Dr. Jody, and you're listening to The Inspired Podcast. I'm finding Dr. Jody so insightful. I hope you are as well. For the final part of our chat, I asked Jody what's the best thing about her work. What I love and what I'm so incredibly grateful for in the work that I do is being able to work in such an intimate space as helping people absolutely thrive in their professional and personal lives in a in a very confidential environment where they can really share and dig deep on the mind strength method and the tools that I um, work through together 
is it allows me to see that we are all in this together. You know, whether you are a CEO and founder of a billion dollar business or whether you are, you know, a parent to a five-year-old or just any of us, right? We are all in this together. And what society has done is it has ruptured our sense of community. And so what we want to do is think about what works for you. What is your tribe? What are your values, right? And where can you build connectedness in your life? Challenge in society is we build a sense of, I need to be perfect in order to be good enough. And there is a stigma mm, around... It's dangerous, isn't it? It's dangerous because there is a stigma around emotion, meaning I'm not good enough. And so what can happen is we, we have this experience called distress intolerance. And distress intolerance says, I'm feeling an unpleasant emotion, so I need to shut it down. And what that leads to, and that's a flight behavior, let's say when we're talking about fight or flight, it leads to our attempt to numb big emotions. And that is very challenging in society, whether it's, you know, turning to um, alcohol, let's say, to numb those big emotions or, or gambling or gaming or whatever it is that kind of is an attempt again fear driven actions or fight or flight driven actions to get rid of those big emotions and the most extreme representation of this is suicide that's the most extreme representation of our attempt to numb big emotions and in Australia we have nine people taking their lives every day to suicide and 75% of these individuals are men so you know and I do a lot of work in this space helping people to recognize that it truly is okay to not be okay and not only is it okay but it is human to not be okay it's human to experience emotion when someone is at this deep state of depression they do feel alone so when you say we're all in this together yes you're not alone you're not alone this is the truth because so many people nine people a day committing suicide going through this yes they feel completely alone yes they feel no connectedness yes but they're not alone hundred percent and you know when an individual is experiencing low mood or depression Mm. depression is the biggest bully there is yes i talk about this in the book depression says i talk about the three p's in the book it's personal so you're not good enough it's pervasive nothing is good enough and it's permanent it will never be good enough and so depression says you're not worth it don't bother don't bother connecting don't bother reaching out for help and so when we listen to that bully voice we withdraw further but it's the opposite of what we require as human beings recognize that emotions do not mean you're weak emotions do not mean that you're good enough emotions are just part of what we experience as human beings and the most important thing you can do is reach out to somebody anybody and connect because you are absolutely worth it and as a person who works with phenomenal human beings but a person as an anxiety expert there is 
a superpower to anxiety. It brings with it the most amazing human beings on this planet because it is that protective instinct at play. So for those of you who experience anxiety, it is the opposite of weakness. It is your fundamental strength. It, it just says that you are a caring, kind human being who wants to make sure everything and everyone is safe and well. So be kind to yourself. Move from fight or flight into high, into high performance habits, which is ultimately doing things that work for you. Yes. Key message, do not suffer in silence. Seek out the help that you need. Absolutely, because if you do get down the track, and God forbid it's ever suicide, your loved ones will say, if only he had have talked to me, if only he had have reached out. So the pain and anguish they go through yes, because you didn't reach out to them, they want to help you. Absolutely. They want to help you. And, and sometimes because I'm sensitive to this as well, I will help a total stranger that asks for help. Absolutely. So if, if you're feeling this way, reach out to Correct. someone, anyone. Because you're not alone. 100% because that is the step that will will break this spiral and will be what you need and for those of you who have people who you feel are perhaps behaving out of character or they're a little bit down or whatever it might be or perhaps it's a short fuse to agitation you know there are many faces to anxiety there are many faces to low mood and depression fight or flight might come across as short fuse to agitation ask the question are you okay what can i do to help let's work through this together because you certainly could be saving a life in that very moment dr joey there's so much there thank you so much tell us personally what inspires you what inspires me is deep heart driven action. I am on a mission to help the world to move from anxiety into practical and resilient action through the mind strength method. It is, it is my dream to create a mind strength movement to help every single person on this planet to curb anxiety and thrive. Because in my experience through working with so many people over decades, the mind strength method never fails me and does absolutely transform lives. God bless you. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for your time and wisdom and your love. Such a pleasure. Beautiful to connect. Likewise. If you want to get Dr. Jodie Lowinger's book, The Mind Strength Method, or connect with her and see what amazing work she's doing, go to drjodie.com.au. That's D-R-J-O-D-I-E.com.au. Remember to rate and review the Inspired Podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us. I'm Nick Jones. Thanks for listening to Inspired. Build maximum muscle mass using Gentech Nutrition's premium quality creatine, protein, and amino acids. Use code INSPIRED10 and save 10% off your favorite products at gen-tec.com.au. This podcast has been produced by etals.com.au. 
That's www.etales.com.au. Does your company or organization or even yourself need a podcast? Contact Rob at etales.com.au.